Hello, strangers on the internet aiming high and hitting low. Welcome to another glorious episode of Nitwick, the podcast about friends and video games. This week, we're going to talk about those goddamn cheaters. Folks that find and abuse exploits to hilarious and terrifying effect. How do we deal with them? Are we guilty ourselves? Which one of you is secretly an aimbot that is murdering Adam, me? Adam, it's Adam. That has solved it's me. my question. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, my name is Drew Fasciano, and a fun fact about myself, if I could be lawless for a day with no consequences whatsoever, I would probably steal a jet, and maybe someone who knows how to pilot the jet, and just kind of fly wherever I want, and that would be quite sweet. Um, yeah, yeah, that's like the PG-13 version of The Purge, so take that. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> when I read this question, it's like, is Drew floating in the idea of The Purge? I mean, I've he seen that. Is. I'm just saying. I've seen pieces of that movie. That's a good one, though. I don't know, like, I think, like, flying in a jet could be cool, but I'm also the kind of person that's not super down on, like, really fast roller coasters, and a jet is, like, a really fast roller coaster. I, I didn't. I always thought you liked roller coasters. I don't know why. I think. Oh Lord, no! How dare you? I hate roller coasters. What? Is it? How is if this I are actually wait a second. I I have a story about roller coasters Ooh. and being scared of them. Ooh, that's that sounds scary. I I used to be terrified of roller coasters until eighth grade. Bam, went on a trip to Great America, where yeah. my friend convinced me to get on a ride by saying mm-hmm. that there were no loop de loops. And I was like, okay, cool, so I don't go upside down. Hint, hint. He lied. Was it the demon? I want to just... It was the demon, actually. Oh, I knew it. I want to just point out <laughs> that, like... There were two loop-de-loops. <laughs> Sorry. One, man. your friend's a jackass for lying to you about that. But two, past Zach, you could have just looked at the fucking roller coaster and seen that there were no, loop-de-loops. It's, it's the demon. The loop-de-loops are, like, behind the main section. Oh, that's di- that's nefarious. They got a big <laughs> yeah. paper mache mountain in front, and then you get to find out what it's really like. And it's really bad. It's real yeah. bad. So the thing is, on the one hand, I was very angry. On the other hand, they were doing it because I had never gone on a loop-de-loop ride before, and I and was thought- just like, I was being very nervous and scared about it. And they were like, "I bet once he tries it, it'll be fine." Man. And then I tried it, and I was like, "That wasn't that bad." That was a wonderful well, tangent, Zach. Stranger over my, here. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry for cutting you off to no, tell friends, that story. Let me tell you this. My name is Adam, and if I had, if I didn't have to follow the law for a day, I would ban all roller coasters. No more. I That's hate you the most. Wait, if he didn't have to follow the law for a day, then why is he making a law? He doesn't have to follow uh, it? Because the law says that not just anybody can follow the law, and so me not following the law is I am enacting different laws. Well, no. This is madness. That's not, that's um, not how that works. That's, that's, that is how that works. All right, if I didn't have to follow the law for a day. Um, all right, I know there are people who are already thinking here, like, oh, I could use this to do something big, but... I don't have time to explain my reasoning on why I would do these things. So if I didn't have to follow the law for a day, uh, I would just steal a bunch of pizza. You know what? That's, that's good. My pi- that's, that's my good. pizza now. <laughs> I'm going to have the biggest and most expensive pizza party. Give me all of this pizza. Give me that video too. Give that's... me all this stuff. We get we making a giant pizza party. That's glorious. No, here's here's what, here's what you do. Is you call up a bunch of different pizza places and you order a ton of pizza. And then every time it arrives, you just don't pay. That's also evil. <laughs> Now, keep in mind, like, this is one day, though. Only one day of pizza. How much can you have in one day? Well, A think, lot. <laughs> listen, think on this, Drew. How good is day-old pizza? Oh, it's pretty good. 
Adam knows what's up in life. He does. That's right. I'm going to order a ton of pizza for free. And then I have a bunch of day-old pizza. Yay. Yeah. All right. Stranger 3, tell us who you is. Stranger 3, my name is Zach. And if I didn't have to follow the law for the, for a day, I tried to think. I didn't think of anything interesting. I just thought, you know what? I'd rob a bank. Just just for that the works thrill. Too. Just yeah, the like, thrill. Like, just just go to a go to a bank vault, rob it, take all the money from inside, and then never have to worry about money again. Mm. Never. Ever. Not even you for know, a moment. Alright, so we we kinda joked which about is this. Really, that, by the way, uh, which is super funny, because literally what you can do is you can steal the money out of the vault, and then the next day you literally walk straight back into the bank and deposit it. See, it's not ill-gotten. You just, you know, for a day, it was, it was fine. <laughs> I was going to say some very angry tellers, uh, by the way. This, this question sounds a lot like the Purge, and I've always wondered about these Purge movies. Is in this universe, how the hell did that ever pass Congress, or how did this, how did this ever become a thing that was like okay? Well, fun fact, Adam, that's what the next movie is about. <laughs> Wait a second. What? Wait a second. Hold on, Zach. What is this about? The next Purge movie is going to be how the first Purge went and how how it came to be that it was a cycle in that universe. So you're going to get answers. Enjoy. Oh, well, okay. questions I didn't care about. Okay, so it, with the other thing about the Purge movies is it's it's one day out of the year where you don't have to follow the law, right? Mm-hmm. It's not even a day. It's like an evening. Yeah, so it's one night out of the year where nobody has to follow any rules. So... I don't know. I haven't watched The Purge because scary movies scare me. Yeah. That is kind of um, what And I don't do. like scary things. I get nervous enough as is. Okay. But why is no one... Is nobody stealing shit from a bank? Is no, no, just no, like, no, no, no. That, that's oh, how... Okay. They do. They do. What happens is okay. all the rich people, they, they buy really nice security equipment and don't deal with anything. And it becomes a class thing. Because people who are oh. poor can't afford to protect themselves. Mm. You see, it's a thing. I get it. The Purge <laughs> is actually the greatest movie ever. <laughs> I didn't Citizen, say that. Citizen Kane, get off your throne. Okay, oh, I'll get off. Oh dear. That's hey. right, Citizen. That's right, Citizen Kane. You get off while Drew I'll, tells us about I'll his just, week. I'll you go walk over my there. Sled and slide down the hill. Oh, Citizen Kane, Zach. I didn't. I didn't know it would make you feel so bad. Come on back. Come on back. No. No. Well, Adam, since it is just you and I, let me tell you all about my week. It's just been a glorious one. Um, you know, work's been work. Things have been thinging about. Um, mm-hmm. my friend Keenan Fry is up and getting ready to do a Kickstarter for a project of his, and I helped him put together a video. So that was that was kind of like a fun thing to do. I haven't played with cameras in a while, and so it was a nice little experience, you know. You know, and then we hung mm-hmm. out, got some Lorenzo sandwiches. It was a good time for everybody. Oh, dang. Yeah, they got some garlic dang. sauce. It's pretty good. Sorry, I, w- I was going to get a Lorenzo's this weekend, but then I woke up this morning and was like, oh, they're closed. Oh, yeah. Isn't that weird? Isn't that just the weirdest? It does suck, it, yeah. In any case, it um, let's see here. After that, I spent some time with um, Cameron and Addy. They threw a big old party for uh, Mardi Gras. Even though I don't quite think Woo! it was Mardi Gras Day. I don't really know the rules around Mardi Gras or what Mardi Gras truly uh, means. Mardi Gras is Fat Tuesday. <laughs> that, that would be this upcoming Tuesday. Well, I think everyone's yeah. working on Tuesday. So they were just like, come on over and have all the alcohol and delicious food. And it was grand. So, quick, quick, 
quick tangent, uh, my office had a Mardi Gras party as well, mm-hmm. except we had it on Friday because they were like, we really don't want alcohol in the office on a Tuesday. So that's, that's, you know, that's fair. <laughs> that's, a, that's a wise uh, choice. That's a wise choice. Um, but no, that was pretty good. Um, as far as games, I, uh, I did something special, you guys. I did something really nice. What'd you do? Well, you know how, like, we did that Metroid thing, and I had a Wii U that I borrowed from the wonderful Michael Black? Yeah. So, I decided, why not pick up a copy of Other M and see how bad it is? And I realized so many wonderful things. (laughs) Yeah, that's no good. Yeah. Now, you... Have you you've played this before, or have you just seen bits and pieces? What happened, Adam and Zach, and listeners, is as a Metroid fan who didn't have a Wii U, I didn't get Other M, but I saw it, and I said, that looks kind of dumb. I don't think I'm going to like that. I got into many... Wait, yeah? oh, is it a... Are, did you get a Wii or a Wii U? Um, it's a Wii. Sorry, a Wii. I didn't have a Wii. I didn't have oh, a Wii okay. U. Uh, I, I don't know. The, the Nintendo cycle. Whatever Nintendo cycle it was, I was having nothing to do with it. Gotcha. And so what happened is, I was like, okay, well, cool, now it's my chance to actually see, you know, what's going on with this game. Because I've seen it from a distance, but I haven't actually held it in my hand and played it. So now, I can say with confidence that I hate it. That <laughs> that the any arguments that it's a good game, or that it's, like, got, like, merit to it, I can finally turn around and say with solid, you know, truth in my heart, nope. I don't like the gameplay. I don't like the story. I don't like Adam. Damn. Not you, Adam, but I'm talking about the, the the fictional Adam who tells you that you're not allowed to use your missiles after you use a missile to save their lives. <laughs> I have not authorized you to use missiles yet. Now, you don't save my life at all. You let me be killed by these horrible aliens. I just... Thank you. Like, here's the thing. I, I, I tried to go in with an open mind... And then, and then I had to do the waggle up and down to go in first person so I could shoot a missile. And then everything was just this weird retro but not really look. And I was just not pleased. I was not a happy man. I was mm. like, okay. But I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I did it. And you can too. But I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah. so that's my uh, week. It's up for you, Adam. got problems. Because I, I have opinions, but I'd rather know about your week, Adam. So why don't you tell me all about it? Oh, my week. Okay, so what have I been doing this week? Uh, so uh, this week's been kind of kind of crazy, just with work and stuff like that. Uh, we we've oh. had a lot of projects coming. Um, we had a foosball tournament at my at my office, and Ooh. I was in it for a bit. Nice. Uh, I actually didn't know I was a part of it till like the day before, where. Oh. I was hang- I was just hanging out in the kitchen, and my friend Abel comes up. She's saying, "Hey, so just so you know, I signed us up for the foosball tournament." I'm like, what? <laughs> um, so we were in the foosball tournament. We got O tend the first game. I think we got ten uh two tend on the uh in the second round. So we lost. We lost pretty hard. Ooh. <sighs> now, to our credit, we had to play the team that won. So the first team we played was half of the team, uh, the winning championship team from last time, plus this, plus our one of my friends, Ban, who is like secretly amazing at foosball. Oh no! And that was just like this is this is not fair. This just isn't fair. This is like this is like the kitty team has to go fight the Olympians. Mm. And then the second team we played was just like going fucking ape shit every time. So it was like scaring the crap out of us to do anything. So yeah. Uh, could have gone better well 
At least you and uh, what's your friend's name? Abigail or something? Abel. Abel. At least you and Abel gave uh, it your gosh Abel. darndest. At least you did it. We tried so hard. Mm. Um, besides that, uh, this week for games, uh, I've actually been playing a bunch of different stuff. Um, so still plugging away at uh, P5. Still liking that one. Um, Yay. One day you'll beat it and then we can talk about it. What, that is going to be a bonus round for sure, Zach. Mm. Yes, yes, it will. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to just throw out a quick little fun story um so one of the social links you can do in that game is uh strength and strength revolves around like giving you requests to build like these uh pretty powerful personas by like you know we want this persona with this skill and normally the game is like you have to do all this crazy like fusing and trying to get stuff around to get the persona um i ended up just buying my way to getting that one to max rank because all i would do is I don't know if Zach, if you did this, I would just go into the compendium like, all right, who do I need? You and you. That'll cost you 50,000 yen. I don't care. I have the money. Yeah, that's how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. I thought that was funny because like every other link is like, please help me with this very personal request. And this one was, I think I'm ready to buy Max like <laughs> social link with you. You so, can in a very amusing way like jam through strength levels on like a single day. Oh, I did. Yeah. Like last night i went from rank five to ten yeah in like a session yep that happens so um, is the moral that you just buy friendship like uh, I'm, I'm not sure i understand uh, so well there's that's no more so there's no moral to it the point was is like the person who's giving you the requests is trying to help you get stronger and you are getting stronger because you're getting these very powerful personas it's just uh, if you do mm. it if you buy your way to it it kind of like has this weird undertone of like you see you see Money really is strength. Like, uh, yeah, the thing is, is that that link, like, the link that, that has you doing that in Persona 3 is different, and the one it does in 4 is, like, the Empress link instead. Like, mm-hmm. it switches around, but the mechanic is always the same, and I always find it very funny. It A good example of it, Drew, would be, like, in Pokemon, if they were like, go catch this really powerful Pokemon and teach it these moves. But instead of actually going out and catching the Pokemon, you just bought the pokemon and then said okay i taught it the move i did it uh, uh yeah but still still enjoying p5 um i also finally got my copy of dragon ball fighters yes to Ooh, guess what i i did too huh. so we can play yeah, yeah. oh my god i Yay. bet you guys are gonna have so much fun playing with each other in dragon ball fighters it's true thanks I michael <laughs> Uh, did you get it on it's PC cool. or PS4? Uh, Michael got it to me for uh, for PC, so I don't know if that's a Son problem. Son of a bitch! No, we can't play. No! Oh, no. <laughs> it looks like we're just gonna have to hang out and play it in person. Oh, oh darn! Uh... Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that that game's really fun. I got to put a few rounds into it on Friday evening with our friend Ian. Um, that's a really oh. fun game. It is shocking how good that game looks it is amazing like how well everything feels and plays oh um, yeah and as a dragon ball fan i really liked all the cool little like nostalgia or nods they kind of throw in everywhere did um did, did you like it how it? when people die in certain um maps they get thrown into rocks and it's their ko i thought that was fun yeah <laughs> i had that i had that happen to me a lot where you get a destructive finish it's like oh oh boy Although, ooh, no. Um, sorry, the, the so I played a bunch of that. I also played uh, Overwatch has a new event going on. Um, mm. 
called Year of the Dog, <laughs> and it is the Chinese New Year event. Mm. And Can I tell? Big... Go for yeah, it. Yeah, you, you know, Adam, you go. Uh, so me and Zach had some time to play to play that, and I'll let him chime in on right. just our our experience with the event. Uh, but basically, it's it's new big thing is this whole big capture the flag event, and it's also got a bunch of new costumes and skins that are uh, Chinese mythology themed for some of the characters. I like it a lot. Yeah. What do you think, yeah. Zach? I got pretty lucky in like my second box. I got the Genji skin. Super nice. Damn but, you. Um, so I, I get on before everybody else does and I start playing the event and I'm like, all right, cool. So I got a few skin. I, I get a few boxes and I play like three or four rounds of the, the new capture the flag mode, uh, like the main mode that everybody's playing on in order to get stuff. And I, I'm like, all right, I'm good. And I'm satisfied. And then Adam logs on mm-hmm. and Adam's like, Hey, let's play. And I'm like, cool and he's like uh, and i'm like oh i guess i'm not guess i'm not doing quick play tonight um well not quite i i, I was like oh, i guess I, I you know it won't be wild to do a quick play and we get to the end of we get three more yeah so and we, we get we get my <laughs> set of loot boxes done mm. yeah we get we get adam's set of loot boxes done and now i'm at six like sorry and i'm at two bloop free loot boxes with one more left and i just like go to adam i'm like adam I cannot play any more of this. I have played too much. And then Cindy um, logs on. <laughs> yeah, and then Cindy logged on. I was just like, I ain't feeling this. I ain't feeling this. Are there hot so new cosmetics? Huh? Are there hot new cosmetics to to done play and get? Yes. Excellent. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I think the big ones are uh, Genji has this white tiger skin that looks really neat. Mm. Uh, Mercy got a red phoenix one. Oh, that's a uh, phoenix? Yeah, it's supposed to be a phoenix. Um, okay. Farah has a jade or azure dragon skin, and Zarya has a black tortoise skin. And those are like supposed to be the four Chinese mythological beasts or legendary beasts or something. They are indeed. Wow, when you call them the legendary beasts, it just sounds like you're talking about Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, I keep thinking yeah. of divine beasts, but that's because you know I'm I'm deep deep <laughs> in that Zelda well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. That that new event's pretty fun. Uh, I you know it's capture the flag. It's good stuff. I like the new map. Uh, still haven't gotten the Genji skin, so please, please, Jeff Kaplan, I need this. Well, um, hey, it's Jeff Kaplan. Jeff here. Kaplan. Uh, we've decided to change the loot box system just a little bit. Everyone's drop mm-hmm. rate is going to increase unless your name starts with an A. This is some crap, <laughs> Jeff Kaplan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll still buy a couple loot boxes just to say, all right, let's try this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last thing I did with my week is today I went and bought a whole bunch of comics. Yay! What'd you buy? Nice. What'd you buy? Uh, uh, I bought a bunch of... I bought the uh, three new volumes of uh, Gundam Thunderbolt. Nice! Which is uh, a new series that's running around. That's pretty fun. Um, I also picked up volumes one and two of Captain Harlock Dimension Voyage. Yeah! What? And then... Uh, Captain Harlock is a is a character by Leiji Masamoto, and he is from the distant future, or maybe the distant past. And he is a space pirate. He's pretty cool. I like him a lot. So I picked up that, and then I also picked up uh, the first two volumes of Queen Esmeralda, which is a kind of companion story to Captain Harlock. Uh, I don't know if they're from the same run at the moment, because I know that the new Captain Harlock is like a new story he's writing. But uh, yeah. My week kind of ran long, so I'll kick it over to Zach. All right. Uh, hey there, everybody. So, my week, uh, let's get started with the main things. And 
I'll, I'll get the non-game news out of the way first. Um, so I watched more of uh, Korra, mm-hmm. Legend, basically Avatar The Legend of Korra, uh, and I got up to episode 12 of season two, which isn't quite at the end, but I have a sneaking suspicion I know how this is going to end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the yeah. spirits are in trouble. Yeah, the spirit, <laughs> we got some trouble with the spirits. The plots come at you fast and hard, and you have no idea they came. <laughs> Wait, the plot was here? When did it even start? Yeah, like, it just slaps you in the face. You're just like, oh, something happened. Oh, that happened. Wh- huh? <laughs> On the other hand, I really like the two-episode detour in the middle of the season. That was pleasant. Are you talking about mm-hmm. Juan, the, the greatest yeah. of avatars? <laughs> yeah, I liked Juan. That was fun to watch. Well, that was a really fun one. I like that, that set of episodes. Yeah, I, I like those two episodes. They were good. But it's just like the regular Korra plot. I'm just like, what? Huh? Um, they play fast and loose with pacing. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, the pacing is all somewhere else. Anyways, I, I think uh, in season... game news, oh, go ahead. I have played, specifically this weekend, I have played a lot of Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot, a lot. Um... I don't know why I said two out of three. Um, so I, I wrote down I got two out of the three of the Divine Beasts down. That's two out of four. <laughs> um, and I I fought the boss for the third one. Mm-hmm. And it requires me to have... And it basically required me to have like a one-handed fast weapon. So basically a one-handed weapon with where I could hold the shield up and attack as well. Mm-hmm. And my inventory of weapons when I started the fight was like all heavy weapons. And so I was like, well, I guess I lost this one. So I teleported out of the dungeon. Groovy. Try again, I guess. Groovy, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then I wasted all my money buying a bunch of bomb arrows so I could restart the fight. Um, I also learned in that game, I had to look up get-rich-quick schemes. What? <laughs> Do you mean? I'm not even kidding. That game is stingy. Mm. You know, I will say this. Um. I've heard this game is pretty, like, sparse with rupees, but I actually like that better than, like, previous games, where previous games, it's, you're always walking around with, like, 400 or so rupees, and they they have, like, no purpose other than, hey, look, you yeah. have rupees. So I'm glad that at least, like, money is now a concern kind of it's thing. It's true, but I also found an infinite money generator. Mm. Oh, well, then never mind and what that's, I said. No, well, it's it takes a while. Um, and that is... If you decide to go bowling, uh, snowballing with a man I could only describe as Bob Ross. Ooh. <laughs> there is this totally Bob Ross looking dude who has a cottage and he's got a big snowball. And if you talk to him, he's like, hey, you want to go snowballing? And you and if you want to, you go like, yeah, dude, sure. And so there is an exploit where if you stand directly behind him. And you pick up the snowball, which is gigantic, and you drop it on his head. Like, you stand right behind him and you just drop it, and it hits his head, and it falls and rolls to the right. You almost always get a strike. And huh. if you get a strike, he gives you 300 rupees. Why, Zach, that sounds like cheating. <laughs> it mm, how is. How topical. <laughs> it's, it's super cheating. But, uh, but you're still liking the game so far, it sounds like? Um... I cannot put it down. I think I might have spent 12 hours on it yesterday. It is something that has sucked up a lot of time. Jesus. Uh, it sounds so good. You can play it. It is very good. 
I'm I'm about to break my damn rule and just be like, fuck it, I'm playing it now. No, you have to be Persona Five. I know. Well, my my theory was, and here's my here's my plan. I'll play I'll play P five, but when I'm at work, I'll bring the Switch with me and I'll play it there. Hmm, sneaky, oh, sneaky. Like metal. I I was about to say Metal Gear for some fucking reason. Anyways, uh, the last bit of my week. Well, okay, second to last bit. Um, is the Overwatch League. I followed the San Francisco Shock. They ended their record for stage one at three and seven. Oh. They're not doing that good. <laughs> Zach, I, feel I like am you somewhat aligned upset. yourself with the wrong team. I feel like you might have done that. I went with the home team. Uh, and look how could I go wrong? Out. No, well, the LA Valiant are actually doing really well right now. They're placed in like third. Um, See, I told you the LA teams would be fine. Well, the Gladiators are just above us at like four and six. Whoa! Looks like I backed the right team then. Oh boy. Um. So. Uh, so Ellie Valiant actually beat the Seoul Dynasty, and then the Houston Outlaws beat the, uh, the London Spitfire, which means, boy, those, those Korean teams might have been toppled there. Hmm. Um, they're because... Kinda like the, they're kind of like some of the better teams, aren't they? Yeah, um, and so Saturday I got, to, yeah, and so Saturday I got to watch five games in a row, which was insane. Uh, this is the other reason I was playing Breath of the Wild, but... Uh, but yeah, so right now it's currently, uh, I'm pretty sure it is Excelsior is the, the first place team, and then it's LA Valiant, and then it's the London Spitfire, and then it's the Houston Outlaws, and then it is the Seoul Dynasty. I might have that wrong, I might, you might need to switch around the Valiant and the, uh, the Outlaws, but, but, uh, the top five is, it, it's weird, it's, it's really spread out, and I'm very excited for the rest of the season, because I'm like, wait, who's in the... F- Who's doing super good? There's like four teams with a seven and three record, except for the Excelsior with a nine and one. They're kind of the team to beat. Mm. New York. Are they sponsored by Stan Lee? No, unfortunately. Damn. How can they call themselves Excelsior if they're not sponsored by Stan Lee? Mm. I know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, uh, and the last thing for my week is literally the day after we recorded our podcast last week. I got a head cold. No. And I ended up like I ended up staying a day off of work, and I still have the stuffiest nose of the universe. So apologies to anybody who's been listening to to this old Zach and being like, "What's with this dude's voice?" Mm. I got a head cold, dude. Mm. Well, Sucks. Are you feeling better? You're you're. Oh, I feel a lot better. I just have the stuffiest nose. Oh, the no. stuffiest nose. You know, you know, Zach. If it were possible in real life, you could use a cheat. And unstuff your nose. That'd be great. Mm, well, Adam, Hit what up, a... up, down, down, left, right, left, A, B, to unstuff your nose. All right. Up, up, down, down, left, left, right, right, A, B, A, B. Is your nose unstuffed? Oh, damn. It All right, like I gotta right. find another code. All right. Well, let's well... Talk... <laughs> go ahead. Mm. Do it. Oh, okay. Then let's talk about cheats while you while you look through this, and maybe by talking and learning about cheats, we'll find that answer. Mm-hmm. I guess. Let's give it a shot. Let's do it. All right, listeners, this week we're talking about cheats uh, and cheat codes in games. Uh, You're probably familiar with what it means to cheat. Uh, Usually you do something not so nice, maybe on your own, maybe with other people. Something you're not really supposed to do, but it's really tempting and you do it anyway. So, um, I think we should just go into questions unless there's anything else to explain. Um, Folks, what's your experience with cheating in games? And I'm gonna ask. I have. 
going to ask you, Zach. Oh. You seem eager. You seem ready. I am. Seem... I'm always eager. See, I always go last at the beginning, but I always go first during the main section. That's I know. Like I got priorities. Something. <laughs> I am. I'm always cheating. Um, and so I have three different gaming experiences with this. If we go around Robin, then I'll just do one, but, well, but you know, no, I'll just start it. with one. We'll see what happens. Let's do it. I think the first one is the GTA 3 cheat codes mm. when I was much younger. Like, all my experience with cheating, with, with, with cheats in games is when I was a lot younger. I don't tend to do it now. And I think it's because back then I wasn't very good at the game, so it was always fun to do a little cheat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the GTA 3 cheat codes, though, were fucking nuts. Yeah, I remember these things. Like... You could do d- dumb things, like just summon a tank. Here it is. Get inside. <laughs> Go on a murder spree. Um, you could do other things, like arm every citizen with small arms, and then arm every citizen with large arms. Ah! Why would you, why no, would you and then, do that cheat? Wait, wait. There's the final cheat, which makes all NPCs hostile towards all other NPCs. So it's just a bloodbath. Yeah. You can literally stand on top of a building, to put in all three of those cheats, and watch the bloodbath. And wow, that sounds like the purge right there. You're trying it kind of is. Three predicted the purge. It might have. It might have. Did those are those codes in the newer games? I I feel like I would see videos of that, but instead, all I see are GTA mods these days. Uh, GTA Four had codes. I remember. I remember GTA Four had codes because you would enter them on your cell phone, and you'd kind of have to. Because the what? the way they did the menu in that is, you bring up your cell phone in in the game. Like Nico has his cell phone, mm, and he would kind of. No, punch I don't codes. want six. I want five. Uh, and so that was in GTA Four. Uh, I don't remember if GTA 5 had cheats, but GTA is it does. Kind of like... It does? It does. Yeah, GTA is kind of like the, uh, at least for the people I used to hang out, was kind of the poster child for, I'm going to go cheat at this game now. Hmm. It's not really even cheating. It's just, like, let's go do something dumb. Oh, well, man, they a... don't have it anymore. Well, Sorry, GTA 5 like... does not have the... Uh... The cheat codes? Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't have the cheat code for making everyone hostile and giving them a, and giving them weapons. Hmm. Well, I, I like the fact uh, that it, it was like it, an actual cheat code, right? Like it's actual like type yeah. in a number, feel like a hacker kind of deal. Like it well, goes you for that know, aesthetic, right? Do you want to know how you do the 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 GTA Five cheat code? Same thing. Mm, I like it. I like it. Oh my God, slidey cars! What is slidey cars? I don't know. <laughs> They sound slighty. Drew, what's your, what's your experience with cheating been? Well, uh, it's been it's been an interesting cheating, road. Cheating, in, cheat codes, that kind of thing. Well, uh, it's been an interesting road because early on, i I wanted to I wanted to always beat games the fair, correct way, um, and so I had a very strange relationship with them, where like I wanted them, I wanted all the sweet powers because like I was young and not the greatest at video games. But I always thought like it was like oh I should stay away. Like I remember seeing like ads for Game Sharks and like part of me being like oh man I really want to have unlimited ammo. Oh man I want to be invincible. And the other part of me being like no, that's evil. It's not the way. I can't do that. Um, <laughs> God damn it. As I got older uh, and started playing uh, more Steam games, I started finding that oh these are just fun fun things for me to do. Um, mm-hmm. I remember fondly a lot of TF2 matches where, like, I don't know if it quite counts as cheating, but there were lots of, like, little commands people could type in to get, like, big heads or, like, weird glowy lights attached to them or, like, different no-clip modes. Just 
added into a multiplayer game. And if you were on the I right server, they was encouraged. Like if you knew it, mm. go crazy. Um, it seems like a, that seems like a mod thing, but yeah, I get what you're going for. Well, uh, I was gonna say um, just because for kind of clarity on this one is that uh, cheat codes are usually you know you, you kind of pump them in, they do kind of secret things, but I think those cheat codes have just kind of become mods. Mm. Where like cheat codes used to be like used in older games because you really couldn't modify the old games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now since you can like get down even into like the source code and like swap out assets, you know those just kind of become today's mods. Mm. I, th- I think there was. I think the reason I'm thinking about it like that is because I remember in Half Life uh, at one point you could just turn on the console and like give yourself like all the ammo, all the gravity gun power, and that oh, was pretty yeah. fun. Oh, that's hella cheating then. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's super fucking cheating. Yeah. Um, let's see. What was my experience with cheat? Uh. So I, I didn't really use I don't really use cheat codes that much even back in the day or or even now um, I don't know I, I just didn't really use them there there's a couple examples of like using cheat codes that, that I use that I still remember pretty well but I think that's really I'll describe those in like a later question since we had the since yeah. we have that down so I um, yeah I was just gonna say like I never really used cheat codes I remember they were kind of fun when I'd go over to a friend's house and the the friend would have all the cheat codes and we could kind of like just play around with that. I do remember getting, I don't know if you guys remember these, um, the giant book of like 2006 cheat code book for like the PlayStation 3 or PlayStation Oh, 2. yeah. Those existed? The, dude, that would have been. Had, I had, so I never used cheats. That doesn't mean I didn't have the giant book on how to do them. Because what? it was like, well, okay. So the full story is we'd always have these like book, uh, promo things where like you get a magazine you could like order a bunch of books out of it for school and i think they were like oh you know the kids will pick out books that look interesting to them but one of the ones they always listed was this giant book of cheat codes for games and i always ordered that one because it was like oh look something about video games yeah and then i would get it and be like oh this is kind of boring actually i, I don't have any of these games oh. uh, very few of these games i, w- I was but thinking of it like a always... dark scroll that you have like oh this is the forbidden text but i need to hold on to it I don't know. That's right. Like, so I it had is... all the GTA three cheats on there. Oh no! It seems a little bit like the Necronomicon, really. Yeah, yeah. You had a Necronomicon. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> the Necronomicon of games. Um, and then the few times that I have used cheat codes, uh, I've mostly used them on like arcade games, like, uh, yeah. You know, not like on the arcade cabinets because they usually don't work there. But like when it's like, <laughs> hey, this this uh, an arcade style game of like play as you have lives and stuff like that i've used cheats on those could you imagine if an arcade cabinet had like like let you put in cheats oh lord i'm gonna give myself infinite lives in this arcade cabinet no don't (laughs) your arcade is dead kid (laughs) oh dear oh dear so you so you 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 use cheating for fun like nothing nothing too crazy though no i i've never used it in like a to like get a competitive edge over somebody or something like that. Um, the few times I have used um, cheat codes was for sometimes for arcade games, just to like, you know, I need extra lives and I don't really feel like restarting this entire game each time. Or I think I've used the, I've used the missing no cheat once or twice in Pokemon. Wait. Oh, well that's just for fun. Like that's, yeah. that's just, Oh my God, this actually works kind of thing. And doesn't it destroy your yeah, game yeah. in the end anyway? Like it kills your save file, right? It can. 
I don't mess with that. I don't mess with that. But yeah, that's, yeah. that's kind of been my experience with cheating. Uh, I'm the I'm the good boy. I don't use these cheats. I see. Oh, I I'm the, the good Necronom- boy. I have the Necronomicon though, but I don't use it. <laughs> oh, good. You, you're the old man who has the Necronomicon, but it's sealed away in his basement. He, he's taking care of it, so no evil can get to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. He safeguards the Necronomicon from those who would use it. But Zach, for purposes. you said you had other cheats to talk about. Is it true? I do. do you... I have a lot of like I have a couple of other like examples of me using cheats. Um Why don't you lay one so on us? I so this is for instance, I still do this. Whenever I play The Sims, mm-hmm. um I will like I love building mansions. It's super fun. I have no fucking I like I don't care that much about following the Sims around. Mm-hmm. I mostly care about making a really big house. Mm-hmm. So I will use the cheat to like give me so much so much money so i can just build this really big beautiful house okay and then i stick a bunch of strangers in there and watch them do whatever the fuck they were gonna do as is the case and that's fun for me so that's what i do with the sims um you build big beautiful houses and put people in them exactly Mm. um so and then uh the last one is starcraft let me tell you Playing single player StarCraft and like bumping cheat codes in turns the game from like a frustrate. Like for me when I was younger, again, I was really bad at StarCraft. And so I would literally use cheat codes all the time just to be like, haha, I win now. Hmm. I, I remember doing that. For, well, I remember my friend Justin doing that for like the Star Wars RTS game where he'd be like, I, I want a bunch of ATATs right now. And then he'd just like open the console and pop a code in and then get it hmm. yeah kind of change kind of lowers the stakes a little bit though eh, not, yeah not so it does i like feeling powerful drew fair enough zach yeah well, i was gonna ask um so for cheat codes and stuff like that uh most of the time they at least when i whenever i think of cheat codes um i always think of like the long string of like inputs and stuff but it seems like you mm-hmm. guys mostly used ones which were like you get to open the console and just type in like almost like developer commands in there. Well, there, yeah, the last two examples I gave is that pretty much specifically. Definitely mm. been times where there have been like input commands that I would try out and they would I would just be shocked if they worked. Uh, I I know I did them on certain games when I was younger. I'm having trouble remembering. I'm I think Crazy Taxi had something like that where you could like if you pri- if you press in the right inputs on the title screen, you unlock like certain stages or something crazy like that. I will well, say That's how you I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. So that, that is how you do cheats in the Grand Theft Auto series. So I did do it that way as well. I mm. A proud tradition. I was going to say, um, looking back on it, I think part of the reason why I sort of stayed away from cheats is, I don't know if you guys ever had this, but at least in elementary school and some of middle school, like for me, there were a lot of like playground cheats that didn't actually work. And so... <laughs> Like, there would be rumors of how things could happen. Like, I remember someone somewhere told me, hey, did you know that in Pokemon, if you go to this specific uh, Poke Center and use it 101 times and press all the buttons in the correct order, you unlock Mew or something ridiculous like that. And that meant, like, me sitting in this Pokemon Center and trying to type in the right commands and then heal my Pokemon 100 times or 99 times in a row, which was, like, a 10-minute process. And then if I failed it, oh, you just did it wrong. Oh, you just did it wrong. Oh, no. (laughs) So eventually I was kind of like, you know, maybe this stuff isn't for me. (laughs) 
on the one on the hand of like on the question of like experience with cheats um i never really got many cheats that like i used but i remember hearing a bunch of like fake cheats that everybody was like purporting it's like oh yeah these totally work like what was it um in super smash brothers melee if you beat like all of like in like arcade mode on level nine intensity in under like five minutes you unlock sonic and tails it's like <laughs> shut the fuck up no you don't and but but at the back then you know you're a kid on the playground you don't know like they could be true it, it could, their dad their uncle works at nintendo oh my exactly God. You exactly don't, you don't know <laughs> that weird stuff or um oh my God. Okay, this is this is kind of low tech, but I had a couple of people who would print out fake Pokemon cards and then play the Pokemon card game with the fake Pokemon what? cards with like what fucked up stats that just wrecked everyone. There was a a Porygon like 3.0 or something some guy had that was like completely photoshopped and from some random ass website, but he printed it out on like like thicker computer paper than what everyone else had, and so we all believed the guy. Ah, oh, God. What on yeah. earth? People got clever back in the elementary well, this school. This is like people printing out custom magic cards and being like, these are real. I mean, you know, we were young. We were foolish. We believed. I say, this is kind of leading into our second question of what, what are your favorite exploit or hacks? Um, I think I'll add on to this question. <laughs> mm-hmm. let's, keep ta- let's keep this conversation of fake cheats going because I think I like <laughs> fake cheats more than actual cheats. Um, it is a little wild. Uh... The problem is my example was from an actual, like a real thing you could really do. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Like all of yours sound like real, like things you could do, like the StarCraft one and yeah, right, the, right, uh, and the Sims. Uh, I'll give you an example of a fake one. I I remember, I remember somebody telling me that if you if you're in Pokemon Blue and you go to uh, the Mystery Cave in uh, Cerulean City, you go exactly where you fight Mewtwo. If you beat Mewtwo walk over to exactly where he's standing get a dragonite teach it dig and then use dig in the exact same spot you'll get a firestone and then you get that firestone and give it to dragonite and you get a yoshi what the <laughs> what? Like, what? what 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 are you what? talking about <laughs> what are you talking so, about <laughs> this is one of those things exactly like i said um one of my favorite things about cheat codes um especially back when i was younger was cheat codes were like this mystical magical thing i'm i shit you not when you guys call it the necronomicon it really does it really did feel like that back in the day right like Mm -hmm. it was like i have power over this (laughs) game um and because like it seemed like cheat codes could do anything sometimes when somebody gave you this bullshit you were also you were almost like that sounds fake but I wonder. <laughs> yeah, it kind of like you get older, and like especially as we learn about games, is that you learn you, you like learn that hey hey cheats are mostly just debug shit. Yeah, they're mostly just like debug or developer commands that you actually weren't supposed to get at. Right. Yeah. And then people just got at it anyways. But like, but, that's I love that I love fake cheats because it reminds me of like those kid days where like cheat codes are so powerful. I don't know. I got burnt by one too many stories on the playground to look back on them too fondly. Like, oh, really? Uh, I thought they were stupid. Well, I, how about this one, Adam? I don't know if this quite counts as a cheat, but I remember somebody telling me, hey, did you know that if you get every red coin in Super Mario Sunshine, you unlock a whole extra campaign as Luigi? And I was like, that sounds great. 
red coins are real hard to get, and I got every single one. And you know what you get when you get every single red coin in that game? What do you get, Drew? You get a nice little splash screen at the end of the credits that says, good job, you did it. That's wow. it. <laughs> shit. But, Drew, good job, you did it. Yes, but there was no secret anything. There was no secret level. There was no secret character. I was very uh-huh. upset. That oh, was like... no. That was like... <laughs> It was like 20 hours of my life gone. <laughs> I was displeased. I See, I got all of the stupid ones that were great. Mm. Um, I will say, uh, to go back to like to, to like a cheat that was an actual like cheat or like secret thing. Because mm-hmm. um, the thing the thing was like, what are your favorite exploits or hacks? Um, I was I think I mentioned before that I I was I always use these in uh, arcade games a lot. I always liked using the infinite lives in like Metal Slug or House of the Dead game. Mm. Where it's like, fuck it, I have no time for this. I just want infinite lives right now. Yeah. I, I don't know. Those are my favorite because they made what could be a frustrating as hell game where you'd never see the end. It's like, I can actually get past level three of Metal Slug. What a man. Uh, Zach, do you what? have any other favorite <laughs> hacks um, or exploits? So, my favorite, my favorite exploit. Uh, is i guess it was just more for the experience of doing it in the in halo 2 mm-hmm. there there were exploits that if you it, it basically involved shooting a rocket and switching to a sword switching to the the, the elite sword mm-hmm. and swinging at just the right moment but if you did and you did it properly super hard to do you would get lobbed, like, straight in the direction you were pointing. Mm-hmm. And you could do that to lob yourself out of the map and multiplayer maps. <laughs> and so people would do that. And I remember, like, trying for ages and eventually getting it. And just, like, being in a chat with other people, everybody talking about this dumb cheat we're going to do. And when then we would do it, we'd stand outside the level and be like, oh, that was fun. <laughs> like... It was an amazing experience. It's it, like it, get... and the cheat itself is really fucking weird. Like mm-hmm. the the like glitching yourself out of the map is another thing, but just this whole like you have this whole procedure where you like have to shoot the rocket, switch, swing with the sword all at the same time. Weird. It was a hard to do thing. I just I just wanted to say that I have a lot of love in my heart for the classic big head mode that for whatever reason seems to be a right. cheat in every game like anytime there's cheat codes you can somehow like make everyone's head really big and i don't know why that's a running gag or why it's even i know why (laughs) why i have i have i have a sneaky suspicion do you know how difficult it is to take a head take the like head model and times it by two um i mean probably not too hard you can just add a multiplier to the scale yep Right, but what I'm saying is, like, you why mentioned. why is it always a head? Why is it always big heads? Well, I was going to say... They're easier for headshots as well. I guess. Yeah. I was going to say, every time I've seen a big head mode, it's been in a shooter, and I almost wondered if big head mode was technically a debugger or a QA thing, where they were like, we need to make sure we can actually do headshots and stuff, but I don't have the time to aim right now, so let me just make the head giant so I can get a guaranteed headshot. And make sure everything works. You guys just solved a mystery for me. Thank you. This is wonderful news. <laughs> Zach, we've done it. We did well, it. Everybody to the malt shop. Yay, the Yoo-hoo! malt shop. But before um, we go to the malt shop, do you have any other favorite exploits? Mm-hmm. I have two, kind of. Oh my uh, goodness. I think, 
I think you guys have probably used at least one of them. Uh, maybe both. Did either of you guys use the uh, missing no uh, exploit nope. or cheat in Pokemon Blue or any of the other ones? Not even attempted. Not even attempted. Did you play Pokemon Blue? I played Red. You played Red? Well, but it is yeah. in Red. Drew, how about you? I, you know, again, I was always worried about my memory card getting messed up, so I tried to stay away from that. I might have tried it with a rental game. Like, I might have rented it from Blockbuster and tried it then. I have a vague memory of that, but I'm not entirely sure. So, for people who don't know, in Pokemon Blue and Red, there was a exploit known or as the missing no cheat or something like that. And what you would do is you would go into, I think it's, was it Viridian City? It's the you one in Viridian City or one of the... The one on the what? island. I think it's the one on the island. I think it's Cinnabar, right? No, no. no. Uh, well, there's a... Am I breaking up or something? No, uh, you're here. You're here. You're, you're good. Oh, okay. Sorry, Zach, Zach was kind of saying something so I couldn't hear him. Uh, I was um, mumbling. My apologies. Whatever the city is after Pallet Town, if you go there, you go talk to the guy who will teach you how to catch Pokemon. And you go and talk to him and he'll teach you how to catch Pokemon. If you then fly from that area over to Cinnabar Island, then get a po- get on a Pokemon that can surf and surf on the very edge of Cinnabar Island, you have a random chance of having Missing No show up. And the reason it shows up is because the game has now gotten very confused over what is a cutscene Pokemon and what is a actual Pokemon you're encountering. Um, and so you can end up with Wait, Missing No. And how? Missing no- huh? How, how did it get confused? Because nowhere else in the game does it ever take direct control away from the player in a in a battle. Like it actually starts a battle, loads up some default like placeholder Pokemon, and that that the the guy catches that Pokemon. Why that happens, I have absolutely no idea. Like well, why oh, why that... going to Cinnabar Island and surfing there causes this random Pokemon to happen? I don't quite remember, but I remember that's how you did it. Mm. oh i see so basically like it's supposed to throw in a random pokemon for you to for him to teach you how to do battle to to catch pokemon yeah and then the game Uh... gets really confused over what the next pokemon you should load in is says fuck it it's play it's missing no Um, oh oh and so missing no could if you caught missing no and i think there might be one or two more extra steps to this but he would duplicate the uh, the sixth item in your inventory to be infinite or at least uh 256 you would get 250 oh sorry 255 of your uh item in your sixth slot so all you right sticking the rare candies in there so you could stick rare candies master balls whatever but as drew is quick to point out with great power comes great responsibility you have to let missing no go don't keep it because if you catch missing no it could corrupt your save file it could delete stuff off your game it's no bueno but it's good for getting items mm-hmm. oh. mm-hmm. that is such one. a backwards way of getting getting a uh getting infinite items i don't know that's like, it was the only cool. way i knew how <laughs> um right and then i think my other favorite uh cheat code is the konami code yeah oh the, dang up mm. up down down left right left a b start like has shown up in like a bajillion other games yeah uh, it's it is very infamous it's the classic because well, it was originally a contra code and that's well sorry it was originally a code in gradius where if you put it in you get all the power-ups and then it showed up in contra where you would get like 33 lives uh but it also showed up in gradius 3 where if you use the konami code it blew up your ship 
Oh, why did it do that? <laughs> That's counterintuitive. So, well, because there's so many games that were using the Konami code at the time that they're like, well, people are going to try to use this to cheat. Let's blow their ship up. Hmm. It's like, wow, Konami, way to be, way to be jerks. I like it. Um, I got one. I got one as far as favorite hacks go for uh, for Pokemon as well. You reminded me. Because in Pokemon Yellow, there was a way to actually catch Mew, and I was very happy about that. You, uh, Whoa, how do you do it? What? So in Yellow, what you do is there's this bridge where you have to fight certain, certain people in a certain order. Uh, once you do that, you fly to another, I believe you fly to, uh, what's the graveyard one? It's uh, not Saffron. Lavender Town. Lavender, right. You fly to Lavender... Um, you fight another series of people in a very specific order, and then you will go into a certain patch of grass, and then you actually do, like, Mew pops up for you. There's a Mew sprite, he's got little attacks. He's actually in the game, you're just not supposed to ever get him. And it's this weird exploit where he's actually a character you can get. And I huh, thought that was kind of neat. That's weird. Yeah. That's weird. No, it is, like, super weird. I'd, like, I don't know why it's only in yellow, and I don't know why it's even there. It might have been, like, leftover from some some kind of event they had. But, mm. you know, I don't know. I don't know if you could do events in Pokemon Yellow. Mm. Mm, then I don't know. It will forever well, be a mystery. Forever I wonder if it was. I wonder if it was supposed to be something like, because they did do this for a while, where you would take your cartridge into a store or something, Mm-hmm. And you take your Game Boy and your cartridge, and they'd have a link cable, and it would link up to a machine that had it unlocked, and they would trade it back to you. Oh. So, yeah. it would make sense that it, it would need to be in the game, but, uh, yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, it is weird that you can catch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. And uh, any other exploits or hacks, or do we want to move on to our next question? Let's move on to the next question. I'm ready. All right, our next question is a bit of a philosophical one, guys. Is using a glitch or a bug in a game truly cheating? What does it mean to be cheating? Answer I mean, me this. so this, so I guess the first question for this is: Is speedrunning cheating the game? Um, I would probably say yes. Really? Okay. Uh, um, so I would I would say this uh, for this question. Um, so beforehand we've kind of been using them interchangeably. Like, uh, you know, missing no is a is a glitch. It is not really a you know, a code that you pop in, um, or actually it's weird because a lot of the cheats are like putting in codes, which are very clearly intentionally put in, but then some of the ones we mentioned, uh, or at least like specifically like the missing no one and stuff like that, that's a bug like that. You're not really supposed to use that mm. or like some of the exploits we talked about. Um, yeah, right. so I guess it would depend on how you look at it. Um, I guess the, how, how did I, I wrote this down in like a way that made sense to me. Uh, a game is basically a set of rules for how you're supposed to play this game, and whether or not you deem something outside of the rules being okay will determine whether you think it's cheating or not. Like, the best way I could think of it would be a... <laughs> Alright, so here you go. You guys remember the movie Air Bud? Yeah. yeah. Why are you... Why? How? Yeah, uh, okay. Because I'm going to make an argument here, and you need to understand Air Bud to follow me. So Air Bud... In the movie Air Bud, there's a scene where they said, hey, you know, nowhere in the rule books does it say a dog can't play basketball. And it's kind of like, and I equate that to kind of in a game where you find a bug. Technically, it never said you weren't supposed to do this, but you're kind of going against the spirit of the game by doing this. <laughs> if that God makes damn. sense. Like, never, uh, okay. Like, okay, so, 
All right, missing nose in there. Technically, it is entirely within the rule set. Really, nothing you've done is not something... Because you could do it, but you're really kind of going into the spirit of the game when you use, like, cheats and bugs to, like, kind of get ahead of that. And I guess whether you consider that cheating or not will depend on whether you think bugs or glitches are, are cheating. Mm, see, I, I kind of go the other way, I guess. Like, um... You remember when we when we were talking to Matt and he was talking about the quote scrub mentality of like you know if it's in the game you can deal with it you can use it I kind of go mm-hmm. with get into games right. with that like especially with something like Metal Gear right where it's just like okay I just need to be on the lookout for things I can do and if a game is encouraging me to experiment and figure things out if I find something out that they weren't uh, guess, even but... intending then like I don't know I feel like that's totally fair game you know. Mm-hmm. I guess my only counter to that is uh, Metal Gear is a pretty open game, so you would have to be—it would have to be something that is very clearly like not like an option you have kind of deal. Mm. Of like, you know, if you put the magazine down, yeah, that's part of the game. That's how you play that one. But if you're like spawning it, so like you've gotten to a situation where Snake can't take damage, then you've kind of cheated your way through that. You're kind of violating, I guess, what the spirit of the rules of the game are. I if like, that may. I, I totally see what, I get you're, what saying. you're saying of like of like the if well, with it's there, the use it. with the exception to, to explicit cheat codes i think like i think cheat codes are added into a game to like perhaps give players sort of like an option for a for funsies kind of thing mm. where it sort of it breaks with how you're supposed to play the game but it's left in there and well originally it was left in there because they couldn't get rid of their debug but mm-hmm. like the later ones especially where they just leave the cheat codes in because they're like, oh, players will have fun with this. And you know if you're entering the cheat codes, you are cheating at the game. Yeah. And um, I guess th- that to me is, like, different than, like, when you use a cheat code, that's still intentionally left in. It might... I, I guess what I'm looking at it is, like, if you were looking at, like, a set of rules, a cheat code would be, like, somebody scribbled this on the back side of the paper. Whereas a glitch would be, like, you've clearly done something that wasn't even part of the rule set. And it wasn't intended not... to be part of the rule set, but it yeah. just ends up being there. Like, I... Zach, let me ask you a question, because I... Oh, go ahead, Drew. I was just going to say, like, if it's a... If it's, like, an exploit that's completely game-breaking, then I could see what you're saying. I guess I'm thinking stuff that isn't, like, going to just insta-win for me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, let me ask this, because when I was thinking about this question, uh, I was thinking about, um, like, basically rule sets or games with, like, a lot of rules that cover most things, and one of the things that came back to was, like, like tabletop or like D and D games, You're right? Yeah. Um. So what happens in the case where you run into a situation where some player wants to take an action where technically everything they've like the rule set does not cover what should happen in this case? Like, I, I mean, my question in that would be that's is, that's why you have a game master there, that's... Mm-hmm. right? And I guess in that case, for D and D, like the game master would determine whether like what the ruling is. Yeah, but so like, the game master becomes the rule set. Mm-hmm. But in like a video game where there is no rule master, do you go with by the word of like kind of what the game was saying, or he's like, well, technically I could still do it, so I'm gonna just do it, it so it's not cheating. It depends. Um, like, I, it's a lot about like when I think like when you're trying to do GM interpretation and like how that should be applied to a game. Mm-hmm. Um, like as a game master. I sort of get to interpret the rules, and if like it, the thing is, this comes up in in role playing games as well, uh, where you'll get a player who like says, "Well, by the technical, you know, by how the rules are technically stated, I should be able to do this, and that's why I have this infinite like 
and this is why I have an arrow that will do this. Or Mm -hmm. this is why, you know, this weird contraption that I've devised up will create a vortex that will exile all my opponents or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, as a game master in some of the, in a lot of those cases, and I don't get into the goofier cases, but sometimes you'll get weird rule technicalities. That'll be like, Oh no, because I have this and this and this stacked on, it doesn't do this anymore. And I'm like, yeah, I'm the game master. I just feel out that one away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's a, there's, there's a certain case to be made that there are certain glitches that you can do in a game that are going to completely break the spirit of the game. Yeah. Um, and, and that like that will completely sort of like ruin the game or maybe not ruin the game necessarily, but will break it in such a way that it's only really interesting if, say, like you're doing a speed run or something. Yeah. It doesn't actually make the game more interesting or more varied. And I guess that's kind of what I meant with my like my, you know, even though it's kind of a joke, I kind of meant with my like the airbud example of like technically, no, the rules don't state state anything. But just because you can doesn't mean it's not kind of like cheating kind of thing. It's like you've kind of violated the spirit of the game kind of thing. Like a little bit, yeah. Word of law versus spirit of law kind of the thing. The problem is is that if I were the game master of that, that ba- basketball match, I'd, I would allow Airbud because that's <laughs> fucking amazing. Well, yeah, because then you get a top grossing movie on your hands. Like, yeah, on. exactly. <laughs> but, but like get, you always, kinda, you I, always I let in the fun stuff. So if you find a glitch that makes the game more fun or more interesting then I wouldn't really call it cheating as much, especially if it doesn't, like, again, as long as it doesn't ruin the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, like, trying to, like, because, hell, I've used cheats before and stuff like that. That's, that's like, our next question as well. Oh, my God. But, but like, I guess it, when I thought of this one, it was, like, you know, if you're really, if you want to be technical on it, is cheating, is using a glitch or a bug, I guess, cheating. And Yeah, I felt like, yeah. Yeah, it is, but it's also, like, yeah, like you wouldn't have speedruns without glitches and stuff like that. Yeah, so like there's, there's interesting things to be had with with these sorts of things. I think maybe uh, but yeah. maybe for me, like it depends on how you're planning on playing the game, right? Like if you're a speedrunner, then you need those cheats. You need to be able to wall hack. You need to like know so, the weird invisibility frames to get through a door or something. Like you just need that. And right. I don't mm-hmm. feel like you would say that's cheating or game breaking per se. Like, I can totally see what you're saying if it's, like, a competitive game and, like, oh, man, like, why are you doing this thing where, like, you just block damage forever? Yeah. I, and, and then that goes back to Matt's thing of, like, the scrub mentality of, like, oh, but, you know, you're doing this and it's cheating. is like, I guess the scrub mentality, like, that kind of falls apart to me, for me when it's, like, okay, your opponent isn't cheating if they're just throwing out Hadoukens over and over again. That's cheap. It, you know, it seems cheap, but anybody can do that and you can play around the rule set. Where it would be different is if, like, I put in some input beforehand or I am doing this particular thing that makes it completely, you know, like, a, a completely unfair. Like, I don't take damage anymore kind of thing. It's like, yeah, well, right. now you feel like you're cheating kind of bit. Because now yeah, yeah. the agreed upon rules of how this engagement was to go aren't being applied anymore. Mm, true facts. Right. So, so hey, everybody. Um, are we ready to move on to the next question? Have we all gotten our malts? I, I think we've all gotten our malts. Just quick, quick, everybody, yes or no? Um, is using a glitch or a bug in a game cheating? Zach, yes or no? Yes. Okay, Adam, yes or no? Yes, but I'm still going to do it occasionally. <laughs> uh, Drew? Drew? Uh, I want to be the rebel and say, nah. Nah. Now, let me just say this. <laughs> I love speedruns, and I love doing goofy shit, so even though I'm like, okay, you're kind of... 
I know how the gameplay game player wants me to play this, and technically, yes, I'm probably cheating. I'm still gonna do it. It looks goofy as shit, and it looks fun. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, we've all got our malts. Let's sit down and uh, mm-hmm. have you ever cheated at a game, oh. Adam? Oh, <sighs> this is just like P5. I'm in the confessional now. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the best part is that the follow-up questions make it look like it's totally only for multiplayer games. Mm. Um, <laughs> a little bit. There's only, there's one more of this. Have I ever cheated at a game? Um, so no. So for a, a multiplayer game, um, a multiplayer video game that I can remember, lest somebody call me out on this real bad. <laughs> I don't want to get a phone call late at night. Like Adam, I remember this time I saw you steal money in Monopoly. Fuck you. <laughs> Um, I cannot remember a time I cheated in a multiplayer game. That's not so out of some kind of superiority complex. I literally did not know how. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Now, if I knew how to cheat at, like, these multiplayer games, I probably still wouldn't have. But it was always, like, I always felt like I showed up to the, the game late of, like, you know, you could get an aimbot for this game. Like, really? How? Like, I didn't know you could do that. Fuck. Right. I mean, I'm I'm kind of in the same, a little bit of the same boat, but I, I have, like, a moral, I feel a moral obligation to never, ever cheat in a multiplayer game. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I have a thing of, like, I'd like, if it's competitive, I want everything to be on equal footing, and so it can actually be, like, a, you know, a real test of skills. That's why I really like fighting games and stuff. Uh, I don't really know any cheat codes for that either, and I never really looked up how to cheat at those, because I didn't really want to. But single player is a different story. Mm. very very mm. different story mm. uh, so drew i i i haven't well i got two okay um one i think i can consider really cheating and the other one was just finding a really great exploit um so oh, in, boy. in the first case uh there was a game y'all might know it was called uh what was it star fox the one with the dinosaurs on the gamecube Star Fox, Star Fox Adventure. <laughs> Star Fox Adventure, which uh, wonderful kind of Zelda game. Uh, I honestly think it's a little underrated. You know, like a lot of love went into it. It was pretty good. Um, but there was this one crappy boss, um, and his name I think was Bigfoot or like Little Bigfoot or something. Strongfoot. He was a dinosaur where you had to do a a kind of wrestling oh, match. Oh, I remember this one. <laughs> Oh, you do? What? <laughs> so, Fuck. with this guy, with this motherfucker, um, what you had to do up. was mash a button really, really quick in order to show, like, basically, like, outstrength him in a little fight. And the mm-hmm. thing of it was, is me and my brother just, we couldn't mash the buttons fast enough to actually beat him. Um, and, like, we, we tried for, like, days to try and get fast enough at the control. We eventually tried calling in our dad to be like, Dad, can you can you beat this game for us? You're big and strong. You can press buttons real quick. And and he couldn't do it. Um, wow. Guess yeah. your dad's not so strong anymore. Whoa, Adam. My dad is the strongest. You leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> in any case, what we decided to do was get a turbo controller where you can uh, press a button and it just, like, automates that button push. And that was how we done beat that motherfucker. And I take no shame in that. That boss was dumb and I hated him the most. (laughs) Hey, Drew. Yeah, Adam? I want you to know my playthrough of Star Fox Adventure ended at that boss. I knew it! Because, like, that game is not that hard, but that boss was just, like, freaking inhuman (laughs) and terrible. It is. 
I cannot explain how many days I like I spent trying to find something else to do in that game except that thing and it got to a point where no there is nothing else I can do to progress in this game except do this event I can't do it. It's oh boy. So that playthrough is done. Mm, mm, yeah, no, he was. He's not my favorite. He's not my favorite. Um, I got another, but I'd like to hand it off to one of you if you've got a cheating story, because I don't want. I don't want to be the only one. I mean, I've I've talked about how I cheat in games. Mm, like I, your, I've your expended the resource. Sims. Yeah, uh, yeah, doing console commands. Woo! I'll go one. Um, so I, I've already talked about how I used uh, the missing no cheat or kind of exploit in Pokemon to basically get myself a bunch of different like souped up items in Pokemon and stuff like that. Uh, one that I've always kind of felt bad about, but not really was I used a exploit or cheat in demon souls to get whoa. infinite souls. Whoa. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Why'd you cheat a demon souls? Forgive me friends for I have sinned. I used the item duplication trick in demon souls to dupe myself 99 of each of a bunch of boss souls so i could just be like oh no i can't beat this boss eat all of these souls <laughs> become infinite leveled <laughs> oh adam so wait why do you why do you not feel bad about doing it uh because it was fun as fuck <laughs> <laughs> so this this kind of goes into a question we have later but uh when i play demon souls i really when i this is kind of when i play any of the souls games uh, I never go in like wanting to do PvP. I really don't care for the PvP. I think it's far too uh, like I don't know how to say unbalanced, but it just doesn't work half the time. So I never really had a big desire for it. Not even and even going further in. So I would either do solo play or co-op with people. And I remember being one of those people that I wanted to try out all of the different spells and all the different everything. But there was a bunch where you're like, you have to get this. Uh, like the yellow demon soul and you can give it to one of three people to get one of three spells until i find out hey you can there's an item duplication cheat in this game oh and i boy. call it a cheat because this is this goes back to my question of you know yes technically the way you're doing this uh and i'll explain it in a second is totally within the realm of possibility for the game you are really breaking the spirit of the game by doing this um and it was something where you drop an item off in the storage box or you talk to the guy who stores your items and as you walk away from him uh, or while you're still in the menus you hit a button to start the warp home animation and as you're doing that you hit you exit out of the menu so it cancels the warp animation then you talk to i think it, then you talk to somebody put the item in your inventory do the warp and when you when you've done the warp and warp back in it will have put 99 of whatever item you pulled out in what? your inventory. That's Why are you getting 99? That's weird. Because it doesn't know what the fuck to put there, so it says, uh, take 99. Oh, boy. I think I think it's a rollover issue where it, it rolls over to say you should have 256 of them, but the game can't let you, the game only lets you hold 99 of an item. Oh, I see, I see. Um. So the reason I use it and I still I don't really feel that bad about it is because I just kind of wanted to have fun with a bunch of different builds and the best way for me to test out a bunch of builds all at once instead of sitting there and playing the game multiple times was just get a bunch of souls, build whatever items, and then try it out and see if you like it. Um, huh. I don't know. Like, 
I still played through that with my kind of crazy character. By the time I was actually getting around to Demon Souls, I'd kind of already put a bunch of time into Dark Souls 1 and 2. So it was kind of like, I'm going to go back and play the old one, but I am kind of just want to goof off for a bit. Mm. Also, that game's mean with its drop rates. So I feel no regrets uh, duplicating pure sword uh, swordstone. Hmm. Like, at all. Well, you know, I don't. Y- you had I, fun. You enjoyed yourself. Had a yeah, fucking good time. The I fucking guess. thing. So our friend Matt Brown spent, I think, the better part of a day and a half grinding this one enemy to get this drop, and then said, "Fuck it, I'll never do this again." Mm. I always thought that was funny. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gracious. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, I got one. I got one. If uh, if no one else has any fun stories, um, tell yeah. your tale, tall Drew. Well, Tallest of Drews, the height master of all Drews. Please tell, you, tell me your tale. Tell you what, Zach, I'll tell you a Whoa. tall tale. Hey. hey. But it's a true one. Did any of you ever play RuneScape? Yes. No. Oh, dear. So in RuneScape, there is there is a section that is nice and safe. And then there was a section. Uh, I think they've changed a little bit. But there was a section called the Wilderness where you could go out and people could kill each other. There is indeed um, wilderness still. <laughs> it was the the dangerous part of the game where players, you know, you had player versus player contact. And what would happen is there would be a lot of really good treasures out there for you to seek. But a lot of people would want to go out there and maybe trick people into trusting them in order to kill them and take their loot. And there was a section in it <clears throat> that was like a big wizard's tower. It had a bunch of spells and items that were really valuable and really good to get. The problem was everyone knew about this place. And so if you went there and you were underleveled, you were kind of taking a big risk if anyone else was in the area. Luckily, and I found this out uh, during a moment of frantic, uh, frantic fear and just running for my life, there's different layers in the tower. So, when you climb a ladder to go to the next layer, you're temporarily invincible. And so what I would do is I would pick up some stuff, and there would be all these people chasing trying to get me. And I would just go up and down the ladder real quick, and it would become like a game of, like, just like a game of who could last the longest without, like, making a slip up. Because if you slipped up, you could totally get wrecked in a second. And I was severely underleveled. I was, like, freaking level 5 or something. And there were, like, these, this crew of, like, 20, 23s following me around. Just like, oh, we're going to take all the stuff. And I was like, no, no. And I ended up just, like, going up and down these ladders for God knows how long until they got bored. And I got to keep all my loot. And it was the best. Nice. Admittedly, like, if I were the people doing that and I, and I noticed you doing this pattern... I would have immediately given up. I'd have been like, no, this isn't worth my fucking time. They, they were trying because they were like, they were dedicated to taking me down. And I was like, no, I will get all these sweet spells. They are the best. And I want them all for myself. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that is that is an interesting exploit that you used. Um, so I guess getting caught is sort of the feature of that cheat. I mean, it's it's one of those things where like people are being very cruel and so you kind of got to do what you got to do to survive out there and I and it turns that. out ladders were the way you survive just just know where the it's ladders the law. are it's the law of the wild is what he's saying the thing is here's here's the best part runescape at the edge of the wilderness always had a massive gaggle of people mm-hmm. a gaggle specifically so that they could like watch somebody walk in a group of ten of them would walk over and kill them and take their shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People were very douchey. It's very true. They were super douchey. 
But I mean, anything goes. Um, anything goes in the wilderness. Let's be real. Yeah. Well, that's why I never went there. Mm, I see. Okay. Did you, guys. did you make it out of? Wait. Say did you what? make it out of the wilderness with all that crap? I did. I did. That's how you did it. Holy crap. It was wonderful. I was so happy. I, I went and did it again and again, and then I got killed. I was like, damn, I fucked up. Now, do you lose all your gear when you die in that? Like, uh, yeah. You, you do. Oh, well, never You mind. drop all the gear you're holding. You have yeah. a bank, but. Yeah. So it was it was high stakes, because like, the more like valuable stuff you got, it was like, oh, I should get out of here. The spawn rate, the spawn rate's not being very nice to me right now. Yeah. In any case... Uh, perhaps it's time to go to our final question. Um, what is the difference it's between... It's the final <laughs> question! <laughs> da, 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 da. Yep. yep, there we are. Alright, final question. What are the differences between using a cheat code in a single-player game versus cheats in a multiplayer game? Well, if it's a single-player game, I don't really care because it's your game. Do what you want with it. That's but if true. you're cheating in a multiplayer game, I want to punch you in the gut. Mm. Yeah, mm. I I hate aimbots. They they made me very unhappy in Team Fortress. Yeah, I mean, so most of the stuff we've been talking about was like cheating in single player games, where it's like really like how do I put this? If you're cheating in a re- in like a single player game, you're really only cheating yourself of like the experience of playing it. But if you're cheating in a multiplayer game, you're cheating it, others out of the experience of playing. That's like, true. Do whatever you want in your own game, but like when you start playing with other people it's kind of like what i said back then is like it's kind of against the rules of like the engagement of this game of how this was supposed to go down kind mm-hmm. of deal mm-hmm. i mean also like it just yeah. like why are you in something competitive if you're not on an even field right like you, yeah exactly that, that, that element's gone like you lose all potential bragging rights so like you're just kind of like ruining the entire match and not just for yourself well, but like you said for like other people yeah, yeah you, you make it a frustrating experience for the other people and then you like you're not actually winning mm-hmm. yeah and, and it's weird be- in in like games because you know in any other sport like when you hear like or any other activity you hear oh man this person was cheating it usually is like immediately like, that's really fucked up but like for video games it's like well they were cheating in a single player game that's kind of like they were just playing a game by themselves and so yeah it's kind of like to, like sure i i view cheating in a single player game as kind of like tweaking like buying a computer at the store and then tweaking it yourself like mm. you bought it it's yours you've voided the warranty sure but otherwise who the hell cares yeah it's very true it's very um, true i was i was gonna say i remember there was some interview i remember hearing about where they were talking with somebody who um who does a lot of cheating they'll buy a bunch of games and they like buy cheat engines for each one because uh, buying cheats for games is a pretty big market these days really oh wow like it's actually rather surprising to me like how much people go out of their way to do cheats and the mentality of this person was i spent the money on this game to have fun even if it's a multiplayer game i only have fun when i win therefore i cheated this game because i want to have fun and win and it's like wow that's uh. some like mental gymnastics to get mm. to get to the well, part where you're like yeah cheating's fine well, no, it's not even really mental gymnastics. It's just, I don't care about other people. It is, yeah. it's just someone saying, I don't give a fuck about other people. Mm. Yeah, and like, I don't know, like, cheating in a multiplayer game just seems so, like, dumb to me. But I can definitely, I can definitely see why people do it when you think of it with that mentality. It's like, yeah, that makes sense, but fuck you. Yeah, and the other thing is that, like, oh, man. 
Like, if you're playing against an aimbot, and this doesn't happen much at all in Overwatch anymore, it was more common before you could spot them. Fuck you, mm-hmm. widow aimbots. But, like, you beat them, you'd spot them, you'd be like, hey, cut it out. And he's just like, you'd be like, hey, I'm just winning. And it's just like, yeah, fuck you, dude. Yeah. And, and like, the other thing that's really interesting is, like, the the lengths, like, developers now need to go to, to like, try to crack down on cheating. Like, uh, Overwatch was a game, was, like, one of the first, like, big competitive shooter games I really got into. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting to me when Jeff Kaplan came out for a developer update where they were saying, you know, most of the time we're developing to this isn't making new content. It's to... A figuring out toxicity, B trying to get people to stop cheating. Oh, uh, so, that was that was like, a brutal one. Like when he had that sit down and was like, "We can't work on new stuff because we have to take care of our toxic community." Yeah, that was, that was right. rough. And like part part of it was like, yeah, there's tons of cheaters in Overwatch, or there were like tons of cheaters. Um, if anybody needs a good laugh, I think there was an Imgur album of. A bunch of forum posts from the one of the very first ban waves oh, Blizzard right. did of Overwatch, and there's just like a bunch of posts of like, <laughs> they're like, "Hey man, I bought this game. Why are you? Why didn't you give me a slap on the wrist? Why are you just like immediately banning me?" It's like, "Wow, wow, cheaters, Cal- calm down." Um, and like, I don't know if you guys know this, when Blizzard bans you from Overwatch for cheating, mm-hmm. they don't ban your account. They ban you down to the hardware level. Damn. That's hardcore. I like that. Yeah. They ain't messing around. Um, no, it, it, I don't know. Have you guys ever run into a cheater online? I know I know, I have, at least oh, a little bit. There are aimbots for days on Team Fortress oh, 2. Oh, God. Hey, I, I found the second band wave. I, I found the Imager album. <laughs> this one's pretty good. Sadly, I am banned. These mortals <laughs> have angered me for the last time. Blizzard will feel my wrath. Well, at least he's having fun with it. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of like anything other than aimbots because I know there were definitely I've definitely run into oh people who God. were just doing weird, annoying hacking. Wait, mm. I I have another fun one. Listen up, you goofballs. We are at war, war with Blizzard. Every day they persecute us for our beliefs. Oh dear, oh dear. Did you, fi- did you find the post where they're trying to call anonymous to help? Oh, uh, no. oh right yeah the first one it's simple we can dm anonymous on twitter to ask them to hack blizzard servers and see how they are spying on us what blizzard is doing is illegal no and how do they even know we are using a trigger bot which isn't even a hack oh that's beautiful <laughs> that's beautiful trash uh, <laughs> it's um, so as well as aimbots i remember in the souls games you would run into people that had hacked their characters to have infinite health like mm-hmm. they would just there was no like it wasn't even regen it was just they had infinite health you couldn't hurt them so if you fought one of them it was kind of like well i guess i lose this fight i need to leave now mm-hmm. oh actually that reminds me of uh, uh you know what i'll save it for a bit later sorry i i need to do something with my hands for a moment Oh, I, I, I don't know. He's oh, 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 that oh, that's gonna sound real bad. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you clapped, but okay. Uh, yeah, just like 
since we were talking about cheat codes, it felt right to like mention like cheating and multiplayer games because it's like fuck you guys. Yeah. Um, like I'm I if it's all in good fun, I'm fine with it. If it's like a server where it's just like ah we're all goofing around, but in competitive areas, like no one wants that, and you know that. Yeah. <laughs> I was also gonna yeah. mention uh, and I didn't really know where to throw that in, so just because we were talking about cheating in like single player games as well. Mm -hmm. Of like, have you guys noticed there aren't as many cheat codes and stuff in games anymore? I have. I have Uh, noticed that. There's less wonderful stories of like, you know, weird, goofy stuff happening anymore. It's all, it's all intended. My my cousin gave me a good thought and I hadn't really considered that, but I, and I did kind of get that. Uh, I had originally thought the reason there aren't any cheat codes anymore is because like from, and I was looking at it from a debug perspective of like, you know, a lot of these codes are deep or like debugging and testing things it's like oh well they must have the technology to build these frameworks so that you can enter these commands without putting into the game and that's why there's no cheats mm-hmm. and my cousin says no it's most likely because why would they have you enter a cheat code where you could get like 99 lives when you could just buy it as dlc uh. or, or enter a cheat code and unlock like lizard in mortal Kombat, or buy it with dlc Ooh. it's like it's like shit i really hope i can see that not it that, I can see that nefarious. working. I can see that working for some of them. Like yes, for some of them that makes sense. I can imagine some of the other ones are just like the reason people would use cheat codes is to get through segments of the game, and I think games have just gotten better at having easier modes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I mean that, that's a happier way of putting it. Like, mm. like they like the cheats are already in there. It's just lowering your difficulty setting, or you yeah. like. Like, it's just built into the game instead. It's mm. it's not for nefarious gain. It's because we've become better level designers. That's the I, one. I don't That's know. Like, I'm, I'm inclined to, to, to go with publishers are fucking greedy assholes, but no, I... No, Zach, we were trying to end on a happy note. I know, but I just, like, I... There is that reason as well, and I will try to think of that reason. Well, mm-hmm. while you think of I... that happy silver lining reason, yeah. uh, it might be time... Yeah gentlemen it might be time to design in design club oh let's design this club yes i would put bacon turkey and avocado on it and that's how i design my club Ooh, that's a strong pick zach can you counter i think i'd counter with a uh video game cheat Ooh, well you're all right that's that's a good sandwich too i guess (laughs) so (laughs) so this week's design club is create hot new cheats for a game you love or hate Oh, fuck. Um, so we're creating the cheat codes that we want to see. And, you know, round robin style, go cray cray. Um, try to be creative. I'm sorry, can I pause you for a moment? Yes. I thought go of a it. club. What's the club? Pulled pork. Oh, it's yes. not a club sandwich. Oh. It's a pulled pork sandwich. No, but like you. I don't even know how you make it a club. I just want a pulled pork oh, sandwich bacon now. Avocado, and avocado on it. That works too. On a pulled pork sandwich? That's true. Dude, all right, hold on. Now that we're talking about sandwiches, <laughs> consider the following: What if you had a, like a baguette style bread, put some pulled pork on there, then threw some uh, coleslaw on there? Oh uh, yeah. Now get I rid of the bread it. and put a pancake, and now we have a redneck taco. <laughs> yes. Oh, Wait, we gotta what? Go. The redneck taco yeah, gotta, from the office. Right. We we gotta go back there and have that again. I I did not have it the last two times we were there, and now I will. Thank goodness. We'll fix this. All right. But well, before we fix if, this, let's get to designing, a... y'all. Let's come up with some cheat right. codes. Uh, okay, so. I already make a cheat code. Um, in... All right, I got it. I got mm-hmm. one for me. 
Oh, go for well, it. Well, let's let's pick the game and then go with. Oh, I think I, he wanted. Did we want to do multiple games or just like pick any game and then make a cheat and we'll do a round robin thing? I think multiple games and then we'll uh, do it round robin. So just like find one that's yeah. close to your heart and that there was something missing that you wish you could just you know have or change or do, you know, like a cheat. So I've got one. Yeah, I've got one. Um, okay. If I could make an, if I could will a cheat code into a game, mm-hmm. it would be for uh, any of the Persona games. And this cheat would tell me what the stats are for my social things and where I am on social links. Yeah. So, know, oh, so for listeners who don't know, in Persona, in all the Persona games, uh, you have your social stats. And anytime you do an activity that lets you like raise that, like maybe you read a book, maybe you read, maybe you just drink some coffee and you look more alluring, you'll get these little notes that pop up that say, hey, you got like so many different grade of like charisma or something right Mm-hmm. you know it'd be great if i could just see the fucking number yeah instead of having to do the guessing game of like i'll go read at the library maybe that will increase my maybe that's it'll take my intelligence up a rank it didn't great this day was not wasted but not what i was expecting to have happen yeah yeah that happens in every persona game well from three onwards you're just like and like I get why they don't show you it. Like, I totally and 100% get why they don't. It's because it's like, well, you don't know when you're actually going to feel, like, more. Or they want you to just kind of keep going back and doing it until you increase. But sometimes you're like, why aren't you ranking up, social link? How close am I to the next rank? How many more days is this going to take? That'd be my cheat code. It kind of busts the game a bit, but I I put it in at least once just to check. Right, yeah. I, I have a similar sort of cheat and for, for Breath of the Wild, actually. Ooh. I wish there was a cheat where you could you could just put infinite durability on all your crap. Mm. I've heard that's, just, that's a thing. I've heard that's a yeah, thing people want. It's, it's maybe not always, maybe only certain abilities. Maybe I'm just looking for a feature. But, like, I would totally do a cheat that let me just switch it on. So that way I could just be like, oh, hey, I'm about to fight this boss and I need mm. to use sword and shield. Okay, that sword will not break. <laughs> I need you <laughs> to beat this well, boss. You know what I just realized, for both me and you on this, is that we just made cheat codes, but you could almost, like, are these cheat, these cheat codes could always be called, like, man, we'd really like these features in. Yeah, it is really just us being like, I want this feature. Hmm. <laughs> and be like, oh, but I, like, I do want to see the social stat thing because it, like, helped for planning. But at the same time, I kind of don't. But, boy, if that cheat was there, it would be awfully tempting. I think there's there's a real reason why it's there. Why, why um, you don't see it? Yeah, it, the, well, the whole point that you can't see it is because it's supposed to feel more, it, it basically makes the game more immersive. You don't really know, like, you know your ranks, but you don't know how you are between those ranks, like... No. You know you're closer and, to somebody, but not exactly how much. You know you're getting smarter, but you don't know exactly how much smarter. And I, and I totally get that. I'm talking like when you're hitting the last few days of the game, it's like, ah, oh, geez, all right, which of these links can I actually finish in yeah. this amount of time? Oh, yeah, I know. It, it's super frustrating. You just have to, like, focus on one and hope. Uh, yeah. Uh, Drew, would you, what cheat would you put in the game? So I, uh, I've come up with one that I feel like could be in the realm of sounds like a schoolyard cheat or a schoolyard hack but is actually real um and as you know i've been oh playing boy. i was playing metroid other m the other day and oh boy um, mm, 
So for those who don't know, um, there is a section very on, very early on in the game where you find this wonderful character called Adam. And Adam says that you may hey. not use all of your power. That's right, Adam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, lordy. Um, and he says, you're not allowed to use any of your powers. You're under my jurisdiction, missy. And then he tells you where to go, and it's kind of annoying and dumb. And wouldn't it be cool if you just had all those powers? So, one thing <laughs> one thing I notice is Adam, during this section of the game, sits behind a computer inside this big old room, and you can't get to him. So, wouldn't it be great if maybe you went up to the outside of that window, and there was maybe a console, like there is just console dressing in the game. And wouldn't you know it, there's an intricate waggle command you have to do, where you just waggle up, waggle up, waggle down, waggle down, waggle left, waggle left, uh, press A, B, and then uh, the console turns on, you hit a button, and it fills Adam's room with sleeping gas or poison gas. He's gone, so now all of your powers are unlocked, because he has no jurisdiction over you and that's well, instant cheats for the entire game oh well my Drew, God, let me amazing. tell you this i have not authorized you to use uh poison gas on me so good luck with that lady any objections uh, lady uh many I that, endless I objections drew, i can tell that drew is already putting the thumbs down he's doing that because that's our sign of dis of respect Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Drew, <laughs> no, no, that's, that's what the waggle command would be. It would be a thumbs down. Like you flip it over and you just do the thumbs down. <laughs> so, Drew, okay, this is this I, is getting a little wild. Next time I see you, I expect you to be giving me all thumbs downs all the time. It's like, hey guys, want to go get pizza? Doesn't that sound great? Drew gives me a thumbs down because he know, and that's how Adam knew he was in. We had respect for each other. Mm, it's true. Respect. It's true. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, let's see. Cheat codes in games. Um, uh, well, I'm trying to think of like a game that I would want to put a cheat code in. I, I got well, one more if you need some time. I got one more that I'm quite proud of. Well, okay. Let me... I'll I'll throw in my hat in mm, the ring. Put it in Go there. Go I think. Um, let me look at a random game I have. Let's do... You know what? We didn't actually do a reference to this. Let's do a Bloodborne cheat. Oh my goodness, I'm so glad we came to it again. <laughs> so what's your Bloodborne cheat? Alright. Bloodborne cheat. Actually, I'd probably do like a, a glitch or an exploit in which you can get infinite items. Mm. Well, let me tell you about the Bloodborne <laughs> duplication technique that all speedrunners use. Oh no. Oh, well then. It requires two characters. And what it requires doing is putting an item in your item box, switching to the other character, pulling it out, going Wait. back to your item box with the what? first character, and wouldn't you know it, there's just a bunch there. Wait, what? How do you get a second character to grab something out of your item box? Let me look this up real quick. Uh, Drew, can you give us your explanation of your... Yeah, Drew, give us, up? give us yours while Adam looks this up. Sure. Well, Zach, this is tailored specifically for you, actually. Um, oh, so, my goodness so I remember expecting all the attention remember when you were playing metroid and yes. and i told you zach just scan it just scan it all just <laughs> mm, oh, just, God, just and go me. wild and my... so here's the thing i realized that the reason why some people don't like scanning is because it's not really you know it's not very effective in combat so that's why i propose the scan killer the combat scan <laughs> <laughs> 
an unlockable <laughs> item that's in that oh one God. that one part of the uh, the frigate in the beginning. Uh, that's locked up. There's a crazy monster behind it. But if you shoot it with missiles in just the right way, you'll shoot the latch off. You get the scan killer. And every time you scan something, they instantly die. Dude, that <laughs> that is some elementary schoolyard level. Like, I can already hear the conversation of, hey, you know if you beat the Parasite Queen in under five minutes without taking damage, Samus can get the scan, the scan killer, and you can just scan and kill anything. It's like, whoa, mm. really? Yeah, my uncle works at Nintendo. He knows these things. <laughs> God, I love all these uncle works at Nintendo. There dude. are so uh, many uncles working at Nintendo. There's so many of them. Okay, so Zach, your Bloodborne infinite items... All right. Uh, with that, all right. So let's see. Where does it start? Mind if you're looking to get the true Bloodborne experience? I was just steering you clear of this of doing this exploit. It can make things way easier than it should be. Uh, first, you're going to need an alternate character. So you make two char- So you have two character slots filled. Doesn't matter what you spec this character or what they look like. Just make a new character. Get this character enough so that they gain access to the first lantern in Central Yarnum, and then go to Hunter's Dream. <sighs> Next, go back to your main character. Uh, here you'll want to empty your storage chest, either take the items with you or sell them. So the whole chest is empty. Go back okay. to your alternate character, buy a pebble. Yes, a pebble. Oh, and dear. store it in your chest. Make sure that the pebble is the only thing stored in the chest of your alternate character. Um, swap back to your main character. You want to decide what to do. The exploit only works on items that you can have more than one of. So things like weapons can't be duped, but consumables can. This means you can duplicate items that give you blood echoes. Once you've decided what you want to dupe, put one of that item into your storage chest with your main character. Now go to the store at the Hunter's Dream and buy pebbles, lots of pebbles. The amount depends on how much you want to dupe the item. The exploit works, uh, the way the exploit works is it takes any of the extra pebbles you can't carry and it stores them into your storage. As whatever item is you want to dupe have stored in as whatever item is in you you want to have dupe stored on one of your chests. So you're carrying twenty pebbles already. The maximum meaning that any additional pebbles get bought automatically goes to the storage. If you buy ten extra pebbles, you will gain ten extra duped uh blood vials. Whoa. That's what? strangely intricate. Yeah, that is really intricate. I would have to go look but, that up in order if I wanted to use it. I mean, I might use it in my current Bloodborne playthrough just so I can, like, get a bunch of a really expensive item. Oh, that shit. That shit. And then sell them all and super up level myself. So that way. Just so you know, that game, that is patched the fuck out of the game. You have to use an unpatched version of the game, apparently. Well, never mind. Mm. Well, at least Going back to the regular way. That actually makes me wonder if you want to do a speed run of uh, Bloodborne and the DLC, you may not be able to use the uh, duplicate. Maybe you can. I don't know. I don't know how the patch system in Bloodborne works. Um, mm. So if I had to create another cheat for a game, uh, how do I put this? Boy, it'd be great to like cheat in like a fighting game or something where you're fighting the AI and you're like, I'm on a really good win streak. No, please don't take this win streak away from me. Just cheat. Be like, all right, enemy's dead. Next, next fight. Skip this one. I don't want this one anymore. <laughs> I think that's more wish fulfillment than a cheat, but okay. Hey, man, what is cheating but wish fulfillment? Oh, you got me there. You got me there. Mm. I, got you, I got you there. All right. Any any final any final glorious cheats, my dudes? Anything anything popping I think out at I'm, you? I think I'm all cheated out. Well, 
Well, then, perhaps it's time for some toasts and some pour-outs. Is it time already for toasts and pour-outs? It just might be. I Let's hear so. them, folks. Let's hear them. Oh, fuck. I had a toast to a fucking exploit that I knew about, but I forgot. Oh, oh no. No! Oh, I've got a toast. Go for it. My toast is for the um, player two. Um, uh, when I'm playing Devil May Cry 3... And I'm using doppelganger mode because that player two can play alongside me with my doppelganger, and it's uh, it's a fun little little exploit they threw in there. And I thought it was kind of neat. Some toast that into that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty yeah. good. Pretty That's good. Right. Uh, pretty do good I have a toast or pour out? Um, I have one pour. I got. Oh, I got a pour uh, out for my head cold. Fuck I you. Also, I also pour one out for Zach's head cold. Do I have a toast? I have a toast to uh, UPS. Because look, you got me my package right on time. Fuck Yay! you, Amazon. Um, trying to think. I had a. I'll give a toast also to just Dragon Ball Fighters in general. Boy, that game is good, and I like that one. That's a fu- that's a fun game. That's a, guys, that's a that's a fun game. I nice. like it. I, I also like have it. a. I also have the biggest toast right now. Mm. I'll tell you why. Why? I'm going to have a toast to PlayStation Plus. Okay. Because PlayStation Plus gives you free games. Mm -hmm. Uh, You get free games each month. This month's free PlayStation 4 game is the greatest game of all time. Rhyme. Yay! We can all play it together. That's right. Now, I'm expecting... I'm expecting... uh, I actually forgot to mention that in my week, that uh, I downloaded Rhyme on playstation 4 so please expect a breakdown of that game when i'm finally done with that one it's apparently very short so i can knock that one out later that is exciting that is very exciting um i'm gonna give a final toast or at least for me a toast to again to michael black um because you got me dbz dbz fighters super cool thank you Uh, you, you. but think about this he also Mm -hmm. gave you a wii u and now you're playing metroid other m is it really that good i don't know mm-hmm. well that was more on me being like i need to i need to experience this but i i won't go into it i'm gonna just block that block god that, damn it that drew if only if only you had learned some lessons if only someone M. had taught me a valuable life lesson zach do you know anyone who could help well, me yeah hey there everybody it's time now for the lesson of the day. Today's lesson. If someone asks you to join a cult because they're hearing voices in their head, they're probably a crazy person and you probably shouldn't listen to them. And that's my lesson of the day. Thanks, everybody. Oh, Zach. Thanks, Zach. The voices, the voices in my head agree with you. Don't listen to people who have voices in their heads. In your head. In your head. gracious well listeners thank you for another rousing episode of nitwick um if you like us want to say hi or just send anything our way you can reach us on twitter on facebook or right there on gmail at team nitwick at gmail.com that's team n-i-t-w-i-c at gmail.com uh this week's music was by pro leader because he's just so nice uh next week we are going to be going over challenge in games it's gonna be hot if only i could 
If only I could cheat my way through the challenge in these games. Oh, no cheating there, my friend. It's gonna be a real challenge. <laughs> and with and with Zach's monkey laugh, we leave you now, audience members. Goodbye. Goodbye. Later.